Welcome to Win the Day Podcast, hosted by Cyrus Jaffrey. Here we interview the top entrepreneurs, industry leaders, business owners, as well as individuals that perform at the highest level in Omaha, Nebraska, and the surrounding areas. We dive deep into their thought process and things that they do to separate themselves from the competition. All right. Hey, welcome to Win the Day Podcast. My name is Cyrus Jaffrey, your host. And today, man, we have a special guest, Mr. Kilgo. How are you? I'm doing great. Thanks all for right. Hey, you got it, man. No problem at all. Thanks for being on. Um, so for people that don't know Mr. Kilgo, he'll go through and kind of give you a little bit of his background. But me and him got connected um, a couple of weeks ago, honestly. Uh, I've heard about him in the past, uh, but I just recently kind of got connected with him. And I'm one of those guys that if I see somebody that's knocking it out of the park, man, I'm the first one to call him and say, hey, man, like, how are you doing it, man? Like, that's great. Good for you, man, because I want our industry to be, be better, right? So, um, and my team needed some help. So I said, hey, I know you sell by umbrella, man, and we need to work on that. So I called him. I told him to come on our come to our team and spend an hour with us, man. He dropped everything, came on, taught our team, and we're literally changing our sales process. Uh, and, and going over to the go, uh, the go awesome. process potentially. So I appreciate you for doing that, man. So um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to tell you anything about Jason. And if he doesn't tell you a little bit about himself and his success, then I will. But dude's done a lot of good things, man. So I'll, I'll, I'll let you kind of take it from there and tell us a little about yourself. How, 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 where are you now? How'd you get here? And we'll go from there. Yeah, Cyrus, man, it was, it was great. I, uh, I love talking with your team. Love the passion you guys have to win. Uh, everybody was just so like on it, ready, ready to work, ready to you know take notes and and just improve their lives, improve their their sales skills, and and do better. And I, I just man, that really rubbed off the right way, man. I just I, I think you've done amazing things at your agency. I just want to put that out there. I um, you know a lot of people come up to me and they say, man, you're a Geico and you did this, you did that, and they're like, man, how did you know? How can we win at you know? Geico, Geico's doing, uh, you know, a lot of advertising, a lot of marketing. I mean, they are everywhere. You can't turn a TV on. You can't go out in your community without seeing something Geico. So, or Geico. That's right. I mean, they are a force, right? So these captives and, and call centers, uh, they're big companies. They're giants in our industry. And, and how can we compete with that? And, I, you know, if I go back to the beginning, I... Um, I, I, I come from a, a family that, you know, uh, unfortunately uh, was uh, going through a divorce. My parents were going through a divorce. Um, I had just graduated college and I was sleeping on the couch. And, you know, the next day, we're going to 6 a.m. The sun's barely coming up. And my, my mom wakes me up on the couch. She says, hey, what are you going to do with your life? Mm. I was like, mom, it's six o'clock in the morning. Like I'm <laughs> sleeping, you know, she's like. You, you, you can't stay here. Yeah. Don't let your brother and sister yeah. see you with a degree and not doing something with it. you got to go make something of yourself. And I was like, well, I don't know where I'm going to go. So, yeah. you know, that was like the first, you know, push mm-hmm. that I, I had to do something. Uh, my mom is everything to me. She's my hero. I do everything to make her proud and uh, just honor her. And so I was, I was in Florida, you know, with, you know, just trying to find myself really. I, I'm from Richmond, Virginia, but moved down. I mean, I moved all up and down the East coast between college and, and trying to find myself. But I had a friend from, from was a, was a roommate in college who was living in Petersburg, Virginia. Okay. And he said, look, man, you're kind of lost. 
you need to come back up here. You need to come home and stay here for a couple months. And then, you know, then you're going to have to start paying rent. Right. So I was like, yeah, that sounds like a good plan because I wasn't, I wasn't finding my way anywhere I was at. So I moved up. This was around 2002. And I, uh, you know, still kind of got stuck in that. I don't know what I want to do phase. Well, it got a week before rent was due. Uh huh. And my roommate was like, Hey, uh, you know, don't, don't, don't do me like that, man. <laughs> you know, we're friends and everything, but don't, don't use me, man. You've got to help me out. He's like, I can barely afford on it. He was a teacher. So, you know, you know, it's a struggle with that. So yeah. he's like, the way I see it, you got two choices. You can go to Capital One, you can go to Geico. And I didn't want to sell credit cards. So I went to Geico and I'm going to tell you, the setup is completely different than what we're used to. Okay. At Geico, it's different departments. Yeah. Uh, so the auto department only sells auto. Right. right, 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 right. And if you recall back, you know, decades ago, Geico was like the first to start off that 24-7. Correct. Right? We're available 24-7. Nobody else was. So yep. that was the only selling yep. feature they had. That and... Brand. Well, the brand, but it was it stood for Government Employees Insurance Company. Uh-huh. So ICO stands for Government Employees Insurance Company. So they cater to your government counting okay. quotas. Okay. okay. Sure. So, and with that, you know, it's all tiered. It's it's not really a discount. It's 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 tiered for the better rates for those employees. So, you know, they're getting a better rate. Um, but it was a 24-7. And other than that, it was it was price. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're kind of spinning your wheels, law of large numbers, to get someone to save them money, and then you're you're trying to sell them on that call. And what yeah. made it? Yeah. What what well, and what made me who I am on the phone? Yeah. Is that if you didn't sell that call, you didn't. In other words, if you didn't one call close, and that client wanted to call back and talk with you, which would never happen, you wouldn't get that call back. And so you would set everything up for someone else to get an easy sale. You never mm-hmm. got that sale back. Mm, sure, sure. So you would take, I don't know, 30 calls a day. And in those 30 calls, you'd have to one close, one call, one close, or you didn't get paid. Oh, wow. So it focused me to have, I, I assumed the sale I yes. never assumed the client. Ooh, that's big, right? That's so when big. I got when I got on the phone, I I already had the confidence mm-hmm. that this this was going to be a deal I was going to close. But then when I went through the call, what I think where I was different than others is I listened to what their problems were, what their frustrations were with their company or what they wanted or what they needed or what they understood. Mm -hmm. And I played that off, even though Geico didn't have a lot of value. So for instance, if the clients, the the customer that called in says, Hey, I'm, you know, I want to, I'd ask them, I'm like, Hey, what has you calling in today? Right. And they would say, well, I can't reach my agent. Mm. I'd immediately say, Oh, well, you're going to love us. We're 24 seven. Right. Even though I know they're not going to talk to me ever again. Correct. Correct. But that was a big selling selling feature mm-hmm. that I, well, you know, our company is 24 seven. You will always be able to reach an agent. Now, yeah. 
Will that agent care? Will that agent have empathy? Will that agent have uh, expertise and knowledge mm-hmm. and a willingness to, to help them? Maybe, maybe not. Correct. To me, I didn't care because I wasn't talking to that client again. Interesting. Interesting. So big lesson number one, assume the sale. We try to get three or four things, topics like in this that could help producers. And number one was when one of your biggest successes would be because when you answer that, when you answer that phone call, it's like you probably will never talk to this person again. So it's like, am I gonna assume the sale and close this this call? I cannot let this person go because then I don't get paid. That's right. And well, and assume and, the sale. Yeah. And you know, so a lot of times. I think people judge the call. Yeah. They judge the call or they they assume they know what that client needs. And I, I think that's a big part of it. The discovery, the questioning up front is probably more important than you going over the co- coverages and closing. Absolutely. Um, and I think people people run through it either too quickly or don't ask enough questions. But the way I was the way I took the sale, the way I took my calls, everything they said, I was adding an extra padding of value mm. to what Geico offered that they weren't getting before. After every remark, I didn't wait to the closing arguments. You yeah. know, like like the like the depth trial. I, uh-huh. I'm not waiting to the closing arguments. I'm selling you right then and there when that pain point is presented. So whatever your pain point is, yeah. I haven't I haven't talked to my agent. Um, I'm upset okay. with a claim. Okay. I, what, what would you say at that? Uh, so, so number one, I haven't gotten a hold of my agent. You're like, well, we're 24 seven. You're going to get a hold of somebody at any time. Number two, what, what, what was the number two? And then what would be your rebuttal there? Yeah. So, you know, you, you know, this is back then. I mean, we can do right. it. We can play it so many different ways now being an independent agent, but Correct. you know, at Geico, Hey, I, you know, I went through this claim process and I'm uh-huh. listening, just let them vent. Yep. Yeah. And then I'm saying, wow, you know, I can't believe that happened to you here at Geico. We have one of the best claim centers in Uh in Virginia. Uh, We have adjusters that are, you know, trained for two years. They're going to come out there. They're going to help you. Uh They're going to take care of you. We've got a customer care center that's Uh 24 seven as well. So if you have any problems, you'll always be able to reach someone. So you just keep playing off of that. Yeah. All those things I just said, every insurance carrier should have. Correct. Or does have, or is there? One hundred percent. But the client was never reassured. Yes. Through their company, they were with Mm -hmm. that they were getting those things. One hundred percent. I just reassured them, and I reassured them right there. If I were to just keep moving, they don't like their claims, and I wait to the coverage page to talk about claims. It it, there's a disconnect. Yeah, absolutely. You're talking about a problem they have. I'm, I I get on it right that second and give them that feedback. One of the questions I ask my team, what we do is we find out what do you what do you like about uh-huh. the agency you're with now, and what what don't you like about them? I think we need to go to those eleven questions, man, because that was the biggest thing from our conversation. I think the whole industry, man, needs to honestly listen to this. If you're not going to listen to anything else, this next thing that that Jason is going to talk about, man, is honestly going to change your agency today. I mean, do you mind, man? Go, and you don't have yeah. to go through all the 11 questions. Um, you guys can email us and we can send it to you. But if you want to, man, talk talk about 
like your sales process. You got somebody, I'm calling you, hey, Jason, this is Cyrus, man. I'm interested in insurance. I got referred to you. What's your process? Talk about that 11 questions. Yeah, you know, the, the main thing, you know, we want to know how they're referred to us because, you know, obviously we're trying to to market, put the marketing dollars where it needs to go. And absolutely, we also want to highlight, you know, the referral partners that we work with. Um, you know, one of the unique things we offer is that when the referral comes in, from a referral partner, from a loan officer, that that customer and the loan officer are attached forever. Um, so now, oh, that's great. Yeah. So, and two things come from that. How many times do you get uh, requests then that the mortgagee has changed? Mm-hmm. They're doing a refinance for one of these, you know, Quicken mm-hmm. Loans, Lending Tree, right. uh, Rocket Mortgage. What we do is we don't just do the, you know, do what's asked. We find out who the client is and if they've had if they've been a referral in the past from one of our referral partners, whether they have or haven't, if they have, we're taking that rocket mortgage referral for refinance or mortgage calls, and we're trying to give it back to that referral partner and say, hey, oh. somehow they didn't call you. They called Rocket Mortgage. We're giving you an opportunity to try to win that refinance back. Interesting. That's great. So we're doing those kind of things. Uh, we have a checklist that breaks that all down on every call, on every everything we work on. We're trying to actively promote our referral partners. Okay. And then basically, if you call in and you say, hey, I want to change a vehicle. Yeah, we're going to take care of it. We're going to help you. But on our checklist, hey, by the way, you work with you know, yeah. XYZ loan officer. They're awesome. They're our preferred partner. Yeah. Do you have anybody looking to buy, sell, or refinance? Uh-huh. So you can get them some back, some referral back to them. Exactly. It's all about resources. It's all about Absolutely. that circular, you know, uh, referral network that you build. And we're trying yeah. to find ways to give back. And and I thought of that actually being a loan officer. I was a loan officer for a little bit. Oh, so yeah. Okay. That's kind of, I thought about that. But going back to the 11 questions, um, it takes from the research I've done to build trust, to build rapport, you have to have, you have to ask at least 11 questions. Ooh. So everybody talks about, hey, you know, we've got so much time. Uh, you know, we've only got so many minutes in a call yeah. to build that bond of trust, of credibility, yeah. reliability, right? Likeability. Yeah. To to try to close it on one call. Yeah. Or try to close, period, right? 100%. And so when we get these calls, we're asking, you know, some questions here, you know, uh, one of the things I love to ask right up front is what as you're looking for insurance. Yep. Yep. Because you're, you're trying to find that pain point. They're trying to find the pain point. That's pain right. Point. Okay. What's the okay. problem and, yep. and how can we solve it? And, Absolutely. you know, depending on what they say, like I said, I'm not just asking that question to say, oh, I've got to ask 11 questions, mm-hmm. you know, and, I, and trust one. I'm finding out what they're going to say. And then I'm adding. Absolutely value of what we can offer to that pain point. Interesting. So those 11 questions are, 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 are could be different for everybody, or is it just like set in stone? I got to ask these 11 questions. We, we don't set it in stone. Okay. Um, okay. So find your 11 questions. Every agency should find their 11 questions for their demographics, for their clientele. D- hands down. That's okay. a great, that's a okay. great, you know, nugget right there. Everyone should know their target audience yep. and what kind of questions they need to ask for their target client that they're 100%, trying to, trying to 100%. bring to the agency. 
So look, it's 11 questions, but can it, can you ask 15? Can you ask 20? Yes. Yeah. Right. Whatever it takes. What the, the right. goal here is discovery. The 100%. goal here is we have a, we have a, we break the sales call down and discovery story and close. Beautiful. And, and discovery needs to take the longest yes. because we don't know that person. Yeah. We don't know their lifestyle. We, we know nothing about them. We need to find out what's going on in their life yeah. and how our insurance company would be a good fit for them. Beautiful. And handle, you know, like you said, those pain points. So we want to take our time with it. It's a conversation. Absolutely. Right? When you meet someone, you're not automatically best friends, right? So we need to find out a little bit about you and figure out what's going on. So a lot of, I, I don't know. I mean, these 11 questions that I put together, I thought yeah. were vital. Yeah. Um, do they all go with every single client? No, but that doesn't mean you have to use this. It, it means that you need to ask over 11 questions. However, that conversation goes. Yeah. In other words, one of the, one of the things that I hate when people say I'm trying to build rapport with one of the number one things people do is they talk about the weather. Uh-huh. Weather has nothing to do with anything. It's needless talk. Yep. Right. Hey, how are you doing? Oh man, it's raining outside, you know, blah, blah, blah. And, and okay. Who cares? hundred percent. Right. You're not, you're not deepening your connection with a question that they may have an emotional uh, attachment to uh, between the two of you. Right. Yep. Right. There's it, it's, it's needless talk, right? 100%. Um, anything that's going in the news, needless yep. talk. Yeah. Right. I want to find out you we're here. We're meeting. It's an important meeting. Yep. Absolutely. Right? Your time is, is important. My time is important. I am a consultant and advisor and expert. Mm-hmm. Let me guide you absolutely through this process and figure out how we can give you better insurance and save you some money. A hundred percent. So me and you are, are our agencies are are similar as far as we work with a lot of loan officers and real estate agents. Our 11 questions um, are, are going to be a little bit different than a, a potential somebody that's basically maybe writing a lot of auto because we lead by home. Our conversations are going to 95% of our business comes from a loan officer, a mortgage officer, or, and our 95% of our business is a home and an auto versus somebody that's maybe more on auto side, you know, they lead by auto, their questions are going to be completely different, potentially, some are going to be the same, because there's going to be pain points with insurance. But some of them are going, do you mind giving us three or four of your questions just as a a base to go off of? Yeah, uh, like I said, the one I love is, you know, what as you're looking for insurance? Love that. Um, What prompted you to choose them in the first place? Love that. That's a big one because Love you know that. if you're with Geico, what what made you go with them? Hundred percent, right? Hundred uh, percent. It, it it confuses me when you've got the big banks. Yeah. People know they're not going to you know with you know going to get a mortgage or a refi. They know they're not going to close on time. Yes, True. they know they're probably going to pay more in rent uh, and more in interest. Yes, but they still go with the big banks. Why? Yeah. What mm-hmm. what made you go there? So that also can help with marketing. That also can help with your clothes, all kinds of things. Um, what do you like? Um, what do you like about your insurance company you have now? Yeah. yeah. And what don't you like about them? That's an important one. Both. Both are important. Right. Yeah. hundred percent. And a lot of people, you know, I think this one, this next question, I think people can, you know, 
say it's 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 really you know they already know the answer, but I I find it surprising when I do ask it. Mm-hmm. What's important to you? Coverage, mm-hmm. service, or price? Mm-hmm. I yeah. wonder what the data says. What percentage of that is price? Exactly. But if it's price, yeah. then and it, and and I would I would probably have to imagine it is most. I don't have the data on that, but I would have to imagine that's the most said. Hundred percent. Yeah. What you have to do is everything after that is not price. Sure. We're not talking about price ever again on this conversation. Uh huh. Because that's gonna, not what you're selling. You're not. You don't want price shoppers in your office, right? I mean, that's what I'm assuming yeah. as a client. And 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 look, I would dare say most of our clients, based on referral, right or not, uh, we're saving them money. Yep. But have you ever had the client say, "Hey, you only saved me twenty dollars. It's not enough." <laughs> right. Those right. are the people I hate. Right. I hate those people. Sure. Because. Uh, I always tell, you know, my one line for those people is if you saw $20 on the ground, would you pick it up? Mm-hmm. They're going to be like, yes. Okay. Right. Let's pick up that money and let's roll. Yeah. That used to be one of my closers at, uh, when I was at Geico, when I That's would save somebody, funny. uh, you know, yeah. five, 10, $20, $50. Yeah. And they would say, oh, that's just not enough to switch. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. Uh, <laughs> I love if, you, that. if you saw $20 on the ground, <laughs> would you pick it up? And Hey, better yet. Would you pick it up every month? Exactly. <laughs> every month you're gonna pick it up. Yeah. Or every well, yeah, exactly. Twenty dollars every month or whatever, you know, and these even it's six months. I mean, look, it's twenty dollars. Yes. You know, so you know, it's like it's it's free money. You you're you're getting, you know, at the time, Geico, remember, didn't really have a lot of other value propositions. Correct. Absolutely. Savings was the only thing they truly had in the 24-7. So if I was saving you any money, you had the same coverage. Why wouldn't you just pay less? 100%. So that's, 100%. that's how I closed it. I, I love think that. I have two questions here that are, are very interesting that I think more than not, most agents don't ask. Okay. Um, are there any decision, additional decision makers? I love That was my favorite. Um, yep. Because... And, and you know why, obviously. I mean, tell us. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you've got a spouse that's calling in mm-hmm. for the, the husband or wife, and um, why would you tell them everything when they're not going to make the decision? 100%. And how would they're not an expert? They don't have mm-hmm. your license. They don't do what you do. They don't know your carriers. Yeah. They don't know. Yeah. Your, they're not going to remember your value pitch. They're not going to remember anything. So basically you're wasting your time going through it. You need to get the under, the decision maker to understand mm. what you're presenting. And, and so what we do is we stop the call cold and we say, look, I'm going to send you a calendar link. When can both of you be on the call so we can go over this together? And a lot so of times we can set up a Zoom call. You can set yeah. up a Zoom call. We can set up however we want, but uh, we want we want the decision maker on the phone. That's awesome. I love that question. What was the second one? And then the other one, assuming we can put everything together today mm-hmm. as discussed, yeah. what would keep you from signing up today? What would keep you from getting this policy today? Dude, all six of those that you've shared, six or seven, like every one of those questions that you have are literally for a reason. There is a reason behind it based on your data is why you're asking. Like the weather, like you said, that's got no reason. That's just, yeah. that's just wasting both of your times while you have enough time to go quote them or whatever. So, um, dude, I love that. And, and especially if you're on the captive channel, 
Um, I feel like you can keep them on the line and close right there, right? Because at Geico and at State Farm and Allstate, you could do that because it's one carrier. If you're on the independent channel now, you're basically these questions are more important because you are most likely not going to be able to close them right there because you got to shop them with all the carriers, you know, and all that stuff. So it's a good point. And so what we do, um, our focus is to try to go through this and and build that bond where we keep them talking. But you know, you do get those clients, those prospects that are yes, no are not willing to give up. Hey, look, I just yeah. want to know your price. I've got five minutes. It's my lunch break. What's your price? Well, we're, these questions will help kind of get them out of that shell. And that's what they're geared to do. But what, what we're doing is we're building all this information up about this client, mm-hmm. about this prospective client, so that the next step would be we send a video proposal. So we do a video proposal from our website. and what we're saying in there is we're kind of relaying, we're kind of going back over everything we talked about in the value Mm -hmm. and the discounts to give the price. So we send no emails. We don't, we don't email the price out. A lot of the reason for that is we've got a lot of loan officers where (laughs) unfortunately we're not exclusive yet. Right. And so we've got a lot of competition. Mm -hmm. So we find if we send the video, that video rarely goes to the competition. And if it does, they rarely want to watch it. They 100%. think it's going to be like a 20 minute video. We try to keep our video under three minutes, yep. but um, it's just funny how we get more business done that way without mm. competition because nobody wants to watch the video. Whereas with an email, they can just kind of compare everything. Interesting. Interesting. I love that. I want to talk about uh, the umbrella piece of this, man. Cause I know you, you lead by umbrella, man. That's, that's so, so, so important. Um, do you mind sharing? So now you got the client, you asked the 11 questions. And then one of the questions is about the umbrella. Remember when we talked about that? Um, do you share that question? And then where you're headed with that umbrella piece of if you get in a car accident, do you have half a million in your pocket or whatever to pay for that? Do you want to share a little bit more about that? Yeah, sure. So, you know, you were talking about, you know, we lead with the home, right? You get a lot of home leads. Correct. And the, 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 the agencies out there, they get a lot of auto leads right? Or, inter- or they get internet leads or however you're getting that lead, motorcycle, right. boat, whatever. Yeah. What I love about it is you can change the questions in the discovery stage to right. fit that mold. Sure. But this next part is the same no matter what you got. 100%. Right? So that's what's cool about it is you can switch gears and do what you need to do on the discovery stage based on the client. You can adapt. You can change right. things up. But this next part, you want to keep the same no matter what. So we ask, we say, hey, um, what are your bodily injury limits? Do you know what bodily injury means? Mm-hmm. And they'll usually be like, no. And we're like, oh, wow. Um, can't believe your, your agent didn't go over that. Oh, yeah, that's right. You're, you're, with, uh, you're with Geico or, or you know, a captive carrier. Um, they, they probably just, you know, they don't offer it or they didn't care. Mm-hmm. So it makes the client think, oh, wow, okay, there's something I don't know about, right? Mm-hmm. I'm sure they offered you an umbrella policy. No. And then these next words, you have to choose very carefully. When, so, let's just say, whatever, right? So let's just say you're driving and, you know, it's pouring rain, just like it is today. And Mm -hmm. you hide your plane and you're in your neighborhood and you, you know, it's an accident, but you, you run over a lady walking her dog. 
Wow. I mean, it's, it's tragic. Mm-hmm. That lady's life, according to insurance, on average person is, a person's life is worth $1.5 million. You have coverage right now with whoever for twenty-five thousand. The nine hundred and you know the the uh, you know the lawsuit you know to keep numbers you know even the lawsuit's a million dollars. The nine hundred seventy-five thousand dollars that needs to come from you that insurance is not going to pay. Where is that coming from? Mm. Do you have that money? And people are going to, you know, it makes them think. They start thinking about that. math. They start thinking about I love that. Okay, that debt. And I and I love it when people are like, "Oh, well, I have nothing." Yeah. Like, man, I don't I don't know who your advisor is or, or who, who got that information from, but you know, garnishments, yeah. um, judgments. I mean, they're going to find a way to get the money. That Absolutely. financial burden does not just go away. Yeah. Uh, you know, you killed someone or is it a tragic accident? There's so many umbrella stories. Right. What I recommend for everyone is to call your claims advocates from all your carriers and get some good stories. Yeah, absolutely. Um, talked to Chris Paradiso yesterday and he gave me some really cool stories. Nice. Um, He's a good dude. He is. And so, you know, you've got to come up with something that also resonates. If someone's buying a home, they call it in to get home insurance. My umbrella story is home. Okay. Oh, the, the lawnmower one, right? Yeah. Lawnmower. yeah. There's, there's one that happened. Lawnmower. Guy's cutting cutting the grass. Um, his next door neighbor is at the, she's at the sink doing dishes. A rock. I mean, one in a trillion chance. Yeah. Rock goes through the windshield and hits her left eye and she loses her left eye. <laughs> I mean, what are the chances? What are the, I mean, just un, un, unbelievable, unimaginable. So anyways, we go into that and we say, you need an umbrella policy. Umbrella policy, million dollars worth of liability coverage over and above the auto. And what we're going to do for you today is your limits are too low mm. for what you have. You know, I call it big boy insurance, mm-hmm. right? Now you've got a family, you've got a home, you've got autos, you've got a boat, you've got a motorcycle, you've got things that mm. you need to make sure are covered properly so that you're not financially burdened with any kind of risk. That's cool. The goal for our agency, our purpose is helping people live life confidently. And we can't do that if you don't have all of our policies at the right limits. I love that, man. That umbrella, leading, leading, leaning by umbrella, leading by umbrella, man. And asking those questions, even like a 25-year-old is going to say, oh, okay, man, why didn't my agent talk to me about that? Like, you know, like it's just going to make them doubt their agent. It's it's basically what you're what you're doing, man. I love that. I love that. So well, uh, I think, and, and sorry, it's not to cut you yeah, off, but no, I just wanted to make a point that I hear so many calls that awesome. people just dive right into the coverages and start going over the coverages. Yes. Nobody, nobody understands yeah. what all that means. Absolutely. Nobody, nobody knows what you're talking about. No one's going to remember it. Yeah. What I love about the umbrella story is they might not remember what bodily injury means. They might not yes. remember what their limits are. They might not know what their deductibles are or what they, what exactly they're getting from that. Mm-hmm. They might not remember that, but they'll remember that story. 100%. Because it sits in and it's real and it could happen and it has happened and it will happen again. And now that risk can be avoided for a small fraction of a cost 
and even gives you a discount on some of your home and auto. I mean, so you might as well take advantage of it. When we were at State Farm, man, we mostly more we we wrote the most umbrellas um, um, out of anybody in our in our in our territory or region or whatever. And 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 we basically led by it. Kind of what you're saying, man. It's like you definitely want to. Um, it, it, and it's the right thing to do for the client, man. I think I told my team this. I said, guys, like, as you know, man, we got a lot of producers. We got a lot of transactions that gets through our office. And I'm like, none of that stuff matters, man. If, if something like this happens and you didn't even present this person with an opportunity to buy something, none of this money, none of the things we're doing, none of the flashes and trips and everything we're winning from the carriers matters. If, if, if we don't do what's right for the client. We have to do what's right for the client. You've got to protect your agency more now right. than ever. And that padding of making sure that everybody is covered properly. I mean, yeah. Ian, you know, I, I, I would think, I, I, or I did think that, you know, you have E&O, but like it never gets used. Yes. I feel like in the last year or two, I feel like I know a lot of agents that have had to use their E&O more and more. Correct. And it, it's not a it's not a bad thing on them, but it's just there's so much that's going on. There's so much at risk that people yeah. need to make sure they're covered correctly. And it's a, look, here's the way I look at it. It's the right thing. We have a purpose behind it. Yeah. Our, our whole goal is, is focused behind helping people live life confidently. Mm-hmm. We want people to be able to wake up and drive to work. And not fear that something is not covered. Like they don't mm-hmm. have the coverage. The, the, mm-hmm. the financial burden can still be there. Um, but they win. They are the hero. We're just guides. Right. We guide them to, for self-discovery. They have to understand that they need it. Absolutely. And people don't understand what they need because no one's explained it to them. No one's educated them. And, and sure, you know, I love that it's required by law for auto. Yeah. But there's no course there's no school there's no education behind it law just said hey you got to have this good luck correct so it's your job to really educate these people on it and it's a win-win because the client is typically getting well that they will get a better package with better limits they're typically going to save some money absolutely they're they're going to love you guys for what you do absolutely and the producer gets paid more (laughs) for it. 100%. Win-win for everyone. Win-win. Win-win for everyone. I think that's what we used to try to do, you know, at Geico, you know, going into the third stage real quick. Yeah. We, I wouldn't want somebody to go off the phone. Yeah. So if I saved you money, yeah, that's all I had. I would close you three, five times. Um, I can remember I had this guy was, we were over about $500. Mm. And I said, Hey man, we can get this set up. Uh, you know, does the seventh or the tenth worth best for you? And he's like, dude, you're crazy. You're five hundred dollars more than what I'm off than what I've got. I said, well, you know, remember we're twenty four seven. We got that good claims, you know, department. Yeah. We got a lot of good things going on here. Um, I tell you what, the seventh would probably be good. What's your round account information? And he was like, dude, did you not hear me? Like. You're $500 more. You're crazy. You're out of your mind. And then I just went in for a third close and he hung up on me. Like (laughs) I just didn't stop. What I love about what we do here is we have options. Right. Every carrier has a niche. Every carrier has value. So is it about price? Yes. Mm. Price is a part of the equation, right? We want to save people money. Yeah. But what we find is 
once we tell the umbrella story, once we go in and explain the coverages and, and the values behind that carrier we've selected, we find that people are willing to pay more. Yes. Yes. If you do it right, they're willing. I mean, hopefully you save them some money, but they're still willing to pay more. And it goes back that value always supersedes price. And a lot of people don't believe that. But if you look at our society, people are still buying $100,000 cars. <laughs> yeah. When cars, you can get a used one for a good used one for 10. Mm-hmm. Why is that? It's because Absolutely. they see the value and that, that car can offer them and their family, uh, maybe the extra protection, maybe yeah. the bells and whistles, maybe the, you know, whatever it is. So it's the same with insurance. You know, it, it, people just don't understand it and don't need it. And then companies like, you know, these call centers and captive carriers have made it a commodity. Mm-hmm. What you have to do on that call and that discovery stage, which is the most important stage, yeah. you have to get them out of that mindset. Love it. Love it. So you got discovery and then, which we talked about discovery is the questions. And then you got story, right? right. Sh- sharing some of the stories, the umbrella stories and some of that stuff. And then close. That's it. You're asking, you're asking for the sale. You got three stages. How much time do you think that those three stages should take? Or is there a time? Yeah. So we get most of our referrals from line officers uh, like right. you do. And yeah. so a lot of that credibility is built. Um, a lot of, a lot of that information is already given. Yeah. So some can go a little bit quicker than others. Right. Um, I think for what we try to get from, from start to finish on a one call close. Yeah. And it does happen. Oh, okay. Um, I would say 30 minutes, 30 minutes. That's a good mark. Okay. Yeah. Cause you're quoting while you're having these conversations with them. That's right. Right. So in the, in the middle of it, I dude, I love that. I love that. So, Hey, just to ever, let everybody know, Jason, from what you told me, and maybe, you know, you at one point at Geico made Geico a million dollars in revenue. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Our top 10 was, was in the office. I saw my name next to a million dollars and I was like, okay, I need more money. <laughs> I need, I need, I need more money. Dude, that's that's incredible. Not this is not premium. Like this is not premium. Yeah. This is this is revenue. And we have, I told you, we have two Geico people here. Um, uh, that we have that we one was there for twelve years, one was there for six years. Um, in one in our agencies here, man, and man, those guys are workers. They they, they are. They, they're, they're workers. Geico's got great training, just like all the captives, State Farms, all of them have great training, man. So hey, um. We, 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 we're about, we're about almost 40 minutes in my question to you, my man is win the day, man. Like, so this is a win the day podcast. You coming in the morning, man, what are some things you do on a daily basis that you consider your day one? Um, uh, great question. I, I get up early. Okay. I get up at, I, you know, my goal, it doesn't, it doesn't always happen. Sure. My goal is to get up at 5 a.m. Good for you. Um, I go play basketball or lift weights. Okay. Um, I'm going to keep doing that until I, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. And I so think, a couple of more years. Yeah. A couple more years. <laughs> I don't know. I, I keep telling myself I need to retire, but uh, <laughs> I think you, you know, if it's not that it's going to be something else. Absolutely. I think Absolutely. getting up early is important. Um, and I don't, you know, a lot of successful books I've read, you know, a lot of millionaires, yeah. a lot of successful people Absolutely. get up early. Absolutely. And I think at first, I didn't want to do it because it was, I didn't want to do it because it was like a fad. Yeah. But when I get up, I find that 
I just, I just get more done. I get more focused. I feel better about myself. And uh, my grandfather used to always get up early and always was confused on why he got up. (laughs) Now I realize, you know, he, when he was retired, he got up just because he wanted that time to himself. Absolutely. Um, He loved to see the sun come up and I respect that. And I, you know, I think once you get used to it, it, like for somebody that's not doing it right now, Uh I think you're like, Oh my gosh, I can't do it. But once you start doing it, it just gets easier. I love and, it. And then when you get up, you get more accomplished. So I, I, I like to do that. Um, I, I'm, uh, you know, I got in this business to be more involved with my family. That's awesome. Um, you know, I told you I was a loan officer before. Yeah. I was working around the clock. Yeah. And so I take my kids to school um, and I'll sometimes bang out some calls, you know, yeah. that I can, I can do at that time. Um, but I like to plan my day. I like to, you know, you know, Sundays I'm planning my week. I'm looking at the last week. What what could I have done more of? What could I have done less of? Um, You know, we have a Monday morning meeting with my office. Uh, We're completely remote. So we all get on Zoom and we all have a scorecard that we follow. Uh, We make it very gamified. Um, You had a good app that was was that, but we we do a lot of things um, to know about the staff and how we can help them with their goals and uh, achievements and, and and where their struggles are, their challenges are. So we do that. Um, but a lot of my time really right now is marketing, business development. And so I'm constantly scheduling that stuff out. We do Definitely. a lot of video content, um, mm-hmm. a lot of blogs. So, you know, for me, it's, it's, it's that, it's that mindset that every day, like you said, I'm going to win the day. Absolutely. Good I'm for gonna, you. I'm going to get up and I'm not going to take anything for granted. Eat the frog. That's right. <laughs> Good for you, man. Hey, I love it, man. Hopefully you guys got. Speaking of eat the frog. Frog. Yeah. Yeah. We, 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 uh, Carlos Vargas taught me this, okay. but you know, for, on the discovery, you could also go into this when you get stuck. Like you're like, okay, okay. I don't know what to ask. I don't know what to say. Yeah. You, you, you frog them. Friends. Okay. Um, recreation. Occupation. Okay. Um, goals. Okay. Yeah. So we do this a lot with loan officers. Okay. Absolutely. So we say, hey, where, where, where do you, you know, what's your goals for this year, five years, 10 years? Mm-hmm. How can we fit? How is it as a team player, as an extension of your team, as a partner, can we fit into your goals and help that you sounds- achieve those goals? You know, what do you like to do for fun? If you like to do basketball, well, that's what I play. I play basketball. Mm-hmm. So we can do that together. You know, um, Family, you know, tell me a little bit about your family. And so we keep all those notes so that anyone on my team, when that person calls and needs something, we can carry on a conversation. That's awesome. So anyways, I, you, you just, you said frogs. I just wanted to throw that out. No, I love that, man. I love to eat the frog. I'm kind of like you, man, in the morning, get rid of, I hate it when I can't get into the office really early because that's my time to just get, do accounting paperwork, all the BS that you kind of kind of have to get out get, get it, get out of the way so you can plan your day. So dude, Jason, appreciate you, man. So much information. Appreciate I hope you. you guys all got some good information out of this. Um, if you guys have any questions for Jason, you guys are very welcome to email Cyrus at team Cyrus.com and, and I'll can forward over to Jason. Jason is Jason, where can people find you, man? If they have any questions, concerns, or where can they follow you? Man, I don't hide anywhere. I'm easy to find. Um, yeah. You know, you can Google me, um, but I'm at uh, Jason at KilgoInsurance.com or Kilgo Insurance. Um, I'm always available. I'm always uh, uh, an open book. I want to share. I want to give back. 
I want to help people be better. I want to help our insurance industry become better than what it is now. Amen. And Cyrus, guys like you, man, I, I, like I said, I am, um, I admire you. I admire you and what you've got going on over there. It's, 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 it's caused me to really, (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking at you, man. I'm up in my game. You're, and this is where our industry will get better. And when people like us, I'm not satisfied, man. I'm not even close. And I want to climb and climb and climb. And I need people like you to help me climb. And I, you need me to help you climb. And that's how we all become better, man. So our industry becomes better. We all need to be better. So I appreciate you, man. Thank you for your time. And um, we're going to have to do this again. Thanks, brother. Appreciate it. Take care, man. Talk to you soon.